There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned to PH Murder Stories as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence of all sorts. Listener discretion is advised. pananaw po, tatlo pong dahilan kung bakit ako ay sinampahan itong impeachment complaint na ito. Ang matinding galit ng hasyenderong Pangulo sa pagkakatalo niya tungkol sa Hacienda Luisita. Greatest aberration sa land reform was the Philippines was declared the whole of the country as a land reform program area pero tinanggal nila ang Doña Luisita. Kung para sa akin, tingnan po nyo, kung gusto kong kumita lang, voluntary opportunity tayo, tapos pa problema ko sa politika. Pero ang turo ko sa amin, hindi iba sa amin yung mga farmer beneficiaries. Eh. Kailangan pag alis namin doon sa non-profit na lupang yun, hindi namin sila iniwan na naka, parang bahala na kayo sa buhay nyo. Talagang mumultuhin nung kami nung aming lolot-lola, sampu nung aming mga magulang. Mahal namin si Nonoy eh. Kaso, yung bakura niya, dapat muna ang linisin muna. As PH Murder Stories digs deeper on the truths that matter on this case, we found a 2016 Rappler article as the latest reference of updates. In the said news report, entitled, 12 Years On, Still no justice for Hacienda Luisita massacre victims. No trial has brought the victims justice as of the date of the writing. In 2010, at the helm of President Corazon's only son, President Benigno Aquino III, the ombudsman dismissed the charges against the uniformed people implicated in the violent dispersal. In a 45-page confidential report obtained by Rappler, that is said to be the basis of the ombudsman's decision. It showed that sworn statements from protesters were more consistent and believable than the sworn statements of police, military, and Department of Labor and Employment personnel. A motion was filed by the kin of the victims to reopen the case. However, it was declined by the office of the ombudsman on October 2, 2014. Then-Ombudsman Conchita Carpio Morales was the one who administered the oath of office of then-President Benigno Aquino III on June 30, 2010, when she was still a Supreme Court Associate Justice. Meanwhile, with the ghost of Ascenda Luisita haunting his bid for the presidency, a presidential aspirant, Noynoy, vowed to ensure the distribution of the 4,500-hectare plantation to farmer beneficiaries by June 2014. This campaign program was brought by another Aquino in his oath as he assumed his six-year Malacanang seat. In April 2012, 
a Supreme Court ruling ordered the distribution of 4,916 hectares of Hacienda Luisita to the farm worker beneficiaries. While the Hacienda Luisita Incorporated, or HLI, will be compensated with 40,000 pesos per hectare. This is based on the 1989 valuation of the Hacienda Luisita that the Supreme Court had voted upon. In 2013, the stock distribution option of the Comprehensive Agrarian Reform Program Extension with Reforms, or CARPER, was replaced with a lottery system, wherein the names of the beneficiaries are placed into a drum and those chosen will be given a lot allocation certificate. Former worker beneficiaries then signed the Application to Purchase and Farmers Undertaking, or APFU, for the Registry of their Certificate of Land Ownership Award, or CLOA, which is the actual land title. This created confusion among the farmers because the supposed allocation of farm lots were reshuffled and mixed up. In June 2014, Carper was extended for another two years. However, in 2016, after the younger Aquino finished his term, only 4,099 out of the 6,453 hectares of land have been distributed. Hundreds of hectares of the land are now being utilized by malls, factories, and creeks, while part of the land has also been converted into future commercial use. One example would be Subic Clark Tarlac Expressway. The sales shares from the Hacienda Luisita's converted land to be paid by the former worker beneficiaries have also been left unpaid, which today amounts to 1.3 billion pesos. Indeed, the Supreme Court was able to uphold the farmer's case, but little did they know, this intrigue will trigger the machinations of Malacanang under President Aquino, to unseat the leader of the highest court. On the day when the Senate was set to receive the prosecution and defense teams for his impeachment trial, Chief Justice Renato Corona said that there are people acting in a conspiracy to remove him from office, those who want to prevent the distribution of Hacienda Luisita. In a morning show interview, Corona added that his opposition to the Coanco family's 10 billion peso just compensation claim in the Hacienda Luisita estate in Tarlac was the reason behind attempts to remove him from office. At times, weeping on the court stand, the Chief Justice reiterated that he was impeached by allies of Aquino to retaliate for a series of Supreme Court decisions to detach the President and his family from their ancestral plantation. Unfortunately, Corona was removed from office for being guilty of betrayal of public trust and or culpable violation of the Constitution by the Senate, seating as impeachment court, which consists of senator judges who are all politicians, mostly not lawyers, and mostly allies of the administration. Four years after, Corona died of a heart attack, but before he passed away, he said, quote, I pray a lot for the poor farmers of Hacienda Luisita 
that they will someday finally attain the justice the Corona Court gave them, but which this regime is trying hard to thwart. Unquote. He was hailed by farmers as an agrarian reform champion. On August 27, 2019, the Department of Agrarian Reform, or DAR, distributed the remaining 112 hectares of land of Hacienda Luisita to farmer beneficiaries under the Agrarian Reform Program, with President Rodrigo Duterte leading the ceremony. Coincidentally, during the 31st anniversary celebration, of the Comprehensive Agrarian Reform Program. Duterte said during the event, the exclusion of Hacienda Luisita from the government's land reform program was the initiative's greatest aberration. You know, the greatest aberration of land reform was that the Philippines was declared the whole of the country as a land reform program area, but they removed Doña Luisita. In a separate speaking engagement, the president uttered that the killing of farmers in Hacienda Luisita could have been prevented if the late former President Corazon Aquino included the sugar plantation in the land reform program. How many killings took place there? Many were killed. She should have included Doña Luisita, he said. Meanwhile, actress Chris Aquino, President Cory's daughter, and Noinoy's sister, said in a comment on her social media account that Hacienda Luisita was mismanaged by her uncle. It was bought by my grandparents with their money. Aquino answered to a comment from a netizen who asked about the issue, but unfortunately mismanaged by my mother's brother. You asked for my opinion. That's it. Finally, Years after a series of protests to pursue a piece of land that is rightfully for them, farmers of Hacienda Luisita have commemorated the 16th year of the Hacienda Luisita incident peacefully through mass and prayers, contrary to the will of the communist terrorist groups. After being enlightened of the Communist Party of the Philippines' deception and manipulations, these farmers and peasants or former members of the defunct Ambala or the Alianza ng Manggagawang Bukid sa Hacienda Luisita, which is associated with the CPP New People's Army, reorganized themselves into another organization called the Malayang Magsasaka ng Hacienda Luisita or Malaya in 2018 and initiated the said peaceful activity. Their former foes, have turned now to be their allies, as they have invited the government security forces to join them and call for healing and peace. Indeed, they were able to free themselves from the influence and manipulation of the CTG, as they call themselves Malaya. Stay tuned to our next episode, as we uncover the story behind the killing of a transgender woman that sparked cries of justice for the LGBTQ community after the controversial release of her killer. For further updates, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories. 
If you have case suggestions, please go to our website at phmurderstories.com and fill out the request form at File Your Blotter. This podcast is brought to you by Revy Visuals. Did you like this episode? Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, or if you're listening in other platforms, kindly send us a review on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. You can also share our podcast to your Instagram and Facebook stories through Spotify. Your support would significantly benefit PH Murder Stories to produce more quality content. We're also inviting you to join our Facebook group, PH Murder Stories, The Verdict and participate in our bi-weekly discourse about true crime, both local and international. This group is a safe space for true crime and mystery fans like us who want to engage in thorough discussions about the subject. See you there, suspects. The verdict is in your hands. See you there. One of the most gruesome murders towards an overseas Filipino worker happened in 2016 when authorities from Kuwait discovered the body of a missing Filipina placed in a freezer at an abandoned apartment. The gruesome discovery of her remains sent shockwaves across the OFW community. In 2007, a young mother fighting for custody of her two daughters suddenly disappeared. Two years later, she was found cemented inside a drum dumped in the waters of Navota City, Metro Manila. After a valid testimony of a disgruntled witness who later on recanted his story and became missing up to this date. At midnight of July 18, 2002, a 32-year-old British businessman was found murdered at his apartment in Makati City, Metro Manila. For years, the case would go unsolved, while his mother battled to piece together the clues of his death. Want to hear the rest of these sensational true crime stories? Subscribe as a prime suspect at our Patreon page and get one bonus exclusive case every month for only $5. Patreon is a way to join your favorite creators community and pay them for making the stuff you love. You can now pay a few bucks per month or per post that the creator makes. For more updates, please visit our website at phmurderstories.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, PH Murder Stories, and follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at PH Murder Stories.